0: Dory, Nori, Ori. What? Feely, I hate- Keeley. No. Biffer, Boffer, Bomber. Balin, Dwalin. No. <laughs> oin, Gloin, Thorn, Oaken, Shield. Bilbo Baggins, Gen, Off the Gray. Oin- Boom,
1: bitch! I'm very proud of you. Thank you. That was very impressive, and I, I love you and respect
0: you. Thank you. <laughs> J.R.L. Tolkien. I hope my boyfriend's listening to this. There's Dan, oin- are you listening? I'm sorry, there's an Oin and a Gloin? Gimli, son of Gloin. I hate this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oin, Gloin? Yeah, and Thorin, son of Thrain, son of Thror. I saw. Son of. I hate this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You had me at. Hell no. Welcome to You Had Me at Hell No, I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And welcome to our podcast where we explore all things uh, romance and why. Yeah, we watch romance movies and it's a mess, (laughs) but we like it. (laughs) It truly is. We're just out here trying to figure out why we love movies that hate women, the queer community, and people of color so much. Yeah. And even when we don't even
1: really like them, uh, they're not really our go-to. Mel, what do you like to watch to relax? Oh, I love horror. What do you like to watch, Allie? I like action. I I think I like anything. Yeah, you do. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Call me Jerry Bruckheimer because I love action. Um, Was
0: he an action guy? Yeah, he just he, had a
1: lot of money. He just had a lot of money and gave it to weirdos. Um,
0: I mean, he did a lot of coke and produced a lot of movies. Which so. is how
1: you do it, bro.
0: Yeah. I you would do say a so. line
1: and you're like, there should be a movie about escaping Al- Alcatraz.
0: I mean, yeah. But he produced Pirates of the Caribbean. So.
1: God, money. Money is weird. Anyway, we watch romance movies to figure out
0: why. Um. And sometimes we enjoy them. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. Um, but the movie that we're going to be doing today is Ooh. a modern classic. Mm-hmm. Allie, what movie are we talking about? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Ooh. Ooh. We're on Ooh. the McConaughey train! Yeah, yeah baby! Yeah!
1: yeah.
0: Oh, uh, but even
1: though I like action and Mel likes horror, there's someone with us who uh, isn't as versed in movies. Our sound engineer, Tiffer. Or... Hi, Tiff. Hello. Hi, Allie. Hi, Mel. Um... Uh, have you seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? I have not and every time I hear the title I instead think of 10 Things I Hate About You which I have seen mm-hmm. yeah I get easy that easy to mix up I know I mentioned McConaughey what do you think the movie is about? based only on the title only on the title okay so in keeping with pop culture osmosis yes mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. here's what I think I have osmosed uh-huh. gleaned that the movie is about okay uh, it's there's like a competition or something like a bet, mm-hmm. like women having a bet like, oh, this guy's a douchebag and you should date him and like break his heart or something. I don't know. Ooh, that's a really good. That's a good guess. That's a really good guess. Yeah. That, and also I agree. That's definitely happened to me where I've said how to lose a guy and, or said 10 things I hate about you and meant how to lose a guy in 10 days. I've done that. So, so that's an understanding thing. Understandable thing. Yeah. I mean, Well, these movies, they
0: churn these movies out and they're all kind of the same. So it makes sense. Yes. But.
1: And they both have the number 10 in them. They both have like, Yeah, they Come do. on, guys.
0: We can't think of a more unique number. 14. There you go. Two weeks. But we'll get into it. Anyway, <laughs> this has been Tiffers Pop
1: Culture Osmosis. ba 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 all right, let's get into it. Oh, I'm
0: so Ooh. ready. I'm so ready. Also, I was waiting to get on the McConaughey train. I know you've been champing at the bit for McConaughey. I'm like, we need McConaughey. We honestly we do though, because yeah. he's he's so good. He's charming. Even as when fuck. he's in movies that are like not his like Oscar shit that he does now, he's still so good. Even pre-macconnaissance, pre so mcconaughey And yeah, it's called the (laughs)
1: Macconneson. I forgot that it's called that. The Macconneson. It's funny because before he was like, "I'm gonna do mud and stuff like that." Um, Before
0: he wanted to show that he was a serious actor.
1: Like even Magic Mike is like part of the Macconneson. Is is, it?
0: Yeah, he's phenomenal in it.
1: That was when people are like, "Is he amazing?" And it's like,
0: yeah, we—he's always been amazing. Even when the stuff is terrible, you're like, "I like this guy." He's been amazing. Yeah. Um. All right, all right, all right. All right. Just keep living. Anne. L-I-V-I-N. God. Anyway, he's in this movie <laughs> as well as Kate Hudson. <laughs> Two think, incredibly charming leads with, quite frankly, great chemistry. They have phenomenal chemistry. They really do. I will say... This is a movie where this, I'm like, why do I like this? This movie was a goddamn pleasure to watch. It was very fun, and it's really... A movie that is kind of terrible with terrible people
1: doing terrible things to each other. I don't know that I really like laughed at the jokes where I was supposed to really laugh, but I was very charmed.
0: Uh huh. I remember thinking this money was a this money this movie was a lot funnier than it actually was when I was younger watching it like as a teen. Mm-hmm. So we I guess we should get to that what the movie's actually okay. about. So How the- is a guy in ten days? Kate Hudson is
1: a uh, journalist. She works for a women's magazine. Called Composure. Composure. Her name is Andy Anderson.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Tiffer's
1: laughing. You're right to laugh. You're right to laugh. Uh, She works for Composure and she writes how-to columns. She's the how-to She's like how to uh, work out in your apartment. How to get the perfect eyebrows. How to... Shake your
0: pants in front of your boyfriend. Right. But the thing um, we learn about that her is that easy. all she wants <laughs> is to be a serious journalist. And the movie begins with her pitching an article like, for the newest issue of Composure called How to Bring Peace to Tajikistan. I, that is truly how the movie begins. And she's so like, because it's her friend think, over her shoulder
1: yeah. reading it like, And until that time, Tajikistan will never know peace. Wow, Andy, this is great. And I'm like, what (laughs) the fuck?
0: I mean, I will say (laughs) I do like the idea that she's in a job where it's clearly like a stepping stone career for her and Mm -hmm. she wants to do more serious journalism. She's got a degree. She's working towards it. I appreciate that. Yeah. But I don't know if you felt this way. There's a theme that comes up in this movie Mm -hmm. because B.B. New Earth plays... The editor-in-chief of the magazine. Love. Incredible. Incredible. Love. She's great. But the theme that I picked up on is that, like, Andy's constantly pushing against her job and trying to turn her job into something that it's clearly not. Yeah. And Bebe Neuwirth keeps telling her, that's not your job. Yeah. And she gets upset about it. Like, find a different job. Which, I agree. Which she does at the end of the movie. Something but, you like, said, like, 15 minutes in the movie, you went, Andy should just write a book. She should. she should just write a book like if you like journalists end up writing books all the time and like you can have more than one writing gig you yeah. don't have to only be the how-to girl at composure you can send out copies to writing. other places yeah you're not beholden to them what the i f- mean unless she has an exclusive contract I which doubt i seriously she, does, she doubt. doesn't
1: she's the how-to girl yeah um she has she's working at composure she has two friends one i don't remember Either of their names.
0: Well, one of them's played by Catherine Hahn. who we love. Catherine Hahn. Savior. We've said
1: it before on the pod. We will say it again. Catherine Hahn is our queen. She is. She, She's our lord no and wrong. savior.
0: Whenever we see her in anything, we both go, Catherine Hahn! Catherine <laughs>
1: Han. And so she, they have a, a, really they're, you can tell them apart because they are um, different hair colors. Blonde, brunette, and brown. Yes. I mean, no, r- red. They're trying to tell us Catherine <laughs> Hahn is a redhead. Blonde, brunette, and Brown oh jesus what do you think of bananas bitch (laughs) a a pastry that's not a good joke (laughs) that is the worst joke i've ever said (laughs) i
0: thought it was funny
1: that is that is a joke i am ashamed of well i that's a joke that like that's like if a man said to me on a date i would text my friends and be like i fucking hate this
0: (laughs) well good thing that we're not on a date i guess
1: but I'm that person right now.
0: Anyway. I'm going to text my friends, this fucking idiot like, on this our podcast dil- said- I'm like, this fucking
1: dildo thinks he's funnier than I am. And he's not. <laughs> and I still want to make out with him. <laughs> That's happened before where I'm like, this guy's so mean to me. Why does he want to kiss me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've, we've, I think every single person in the world yeah. has been on a date with at least one person where you're like, you're a dick, but I want your face on my face. Yeah. Every person has been on a date where you're like, this person is a fucking idiot. You want to make out? We should, why should, I should, we should make kiss, out with we them. We should kiss. I should yeah. make out with them. Oh, well. Um, but she works with her, her two friends and they're like, wow, we're three best friends yeah. living in New York city, and working the in a thing, magazine. Like the, the beginning of the
1: movie, they're like, oh, where's Catherine Hahn? And they go to her apartment to, like, help her. She's just been broken up with. She's very sad. And they go, like, help her get dressed and get ready for work and bring her in. And she the whole thing is she's, like, kind of hopeless when it she's, comes to r- Yeah,
0: she's the emotional friend who's desperate to not be single anymore. Yes. and I, I actually her. thought that their friendship was very sweet. They were yeah. very supportive friends.
1: It was very sweet because they, they immediately, they're not like, oh, our annoying friend. They're like, oh, we have to go. We have to go
0: help her and take care of her. And then when they have their staff meeting, Mm -hmm. when she hasn't really come up with a story, Andy, Kate Hudson comes to the rescue. Yeah. And the premise of the movie, this is how she concocts the idea because she's like, well, my how to article is um, how not the things you shouldn't do when you're dating. And she was like, take, I think her name's Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. She's like, take Michelle. She's a wreck and she does everything wrong with guys. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to find a guy and I'm going to do all those things and see how long it takes for him to dump me. Yeah. And B.B. Newarth is like, how to lose a guy in 10 days. And she's like, why 10? She's like, because we go to press in 11. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is like, that's <laughs> pretty too, fun. That's pretty funny. That's a good joke, but it's also, that's a small amount of time it's to like, have just under two weeks. Like, yeah. That's too small to like, You're also putting yourself in an editing nightmare because you have to read that shit. Well, I
0: mean, I think the assumption is that, you know, you're a good enough writer that you're not turning in absolute shit, but whatever. But so that happens. Um, And and so here's
1: the thing, though. We learn almost nothing about Kate Hudson's character. That's true. We We know she wants to write about political important stuff like Tajikistan.
0: She likes her friends. We also know that she's a good person outside of what she does to McConaughey. We don't. We barely know that. I think we do. I think we know that she's a good, dedicated friend. I think we know that she's ambitious for her career and that she's smart. But we don't know anything about her family life, where she comes from. Why does she... like? like
1: We That's know she's true. obsessed with her... Not obsessed, but she's very close to her friends. And then we'll get into this, but like, I kind of have a theory about her because we know nothing about her. And then if you Female watch Ted how she interacts it's like i don't we don't we don't know anything about how she is in a relationship Mm -hmm. so if anything i think she hasn't been in any relationships i think she's doing this as like a weird experiment both for her friend and for her career but like also because it's like a game to her and it's easier to do this as a joke than to actually have a relationship because she behaves like a child in the relationship anyway well
0: but also keep in mind she is specifically behaving in ways that she knows she should not. Mm-hmm. So I think you have an interesting theory, mm-hmm. and I think that we should run with it and explore it. But I, the only caveat that I would have mm-hmm. is that I think she's single, but she's not desperate because no. she's like the hot friend. Right. Yeah. She's the hot one of the friend group. She's Kate Hudson. She's charming. She's blonde. She's tan. She's smart. She can get any guy she wants. All these women have the same body and are like very beautiful. Yeah, they truly do. Um, the only reason that we're supposed to think Catherine Hahn's a mess is because she dresses more conservatively. They put her in the it's like a puce. A puke green, like a pea like if you ate peas and then barfed up. The piece yes that's the color of the sweater how, how dare they do that to, but she's
1: still here's the thing still looks good she does she looks great anyway on the other end of this we go to an advertising firm and riding on the on his motorcycle on the way to the advertising
0: firm is ben barry <laughs> ben ba- andy anderson and ben barry can you believe lazy uh, lame
1: lame as fuck anyway. and before
0: you get into this i do such a bone I have to pick with this. Oh, yeah, this upset you. It did. Like, why are you? What you live in? Okay, they both. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they both live in Manhattan. Uh-huh. Okay, for those of you who are not familiar with the five Melanie's boroughs from New, New York, York, by the way, I'm from New York. Hey, I mean, technically, I was born there, and a lot of family that I have lives in in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Yeah. So, <sighs> essentially, Manhattan's an island. And then the other five, the other four boroughs, excuse me, Mm -hmm. kind of surround the island. Mm. So essentially, uh, if you live in Manhattan, you don't need transportation Mm -hmm. that's not provided by the state. Mm. Like, this is taking place in the early 2000s. By this point in New York City, you could take a cab and it's not too expensive. You could take the bus, you could take the subway, and you won't have to fear for your life at this point in New York City. Mm -hmm. So... I don't understand the need for him to have a motorcycle (laughs) except for show. Yeah. And in addition to that, outside his apartment in a fucking alleyway, that's where he keeps his bike. Yeah. Which is careless and stupid because um, that bike's going to get stolen. Yeah. You can't keep it in a fucking garage. You like big dick advertising I want you to park
1: that motorcycle right in this reasonably priced New York garage.
0: Just like... I just don't understand it. Like, it it would be one thing if he actually had to go far distances, but, like, why why do you need this?
1: Sorry, I know you're making very valid points, but I'm still mad that
0: I've made two terrible jokes so far. It's okay. It's like, I just, I really, (laughs) if you live in a big city, this is something that really bothers me. Yeah. Like, I know that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, big corporations make up the largest carbon footprint on the planet. They do. Um, but also, uh, if there's public transportation that you're not afraid for your life on, like, you shouldn't need a car or a motorcycle if you live in a big city. That's valid.
1: Also, bringing a park. Uh park. He, he mentions it as, like, not having to worry about traffic. And I'm like, the subway.
0: Yeah, well, the, the reason he doesn't have to worry about traffic is because he breaks traffic laws. Yeah.
1: Uh, The whole reason he has a motorcycle is to show us he's a big, macho, cool guy. Right. And then
0: he gets to his office and he immediately takes off his shirt because he's sweaty from riding a motorcycle. Like, you didn't cycle to work, bitch. But how are we going to see that body? So unprofessional. That McConaughey body. Truly, truly so unprofessional. It really
1: is. The whole thing, again. Don't disrobe at work. Taking off his shirt to show his muscles. He shows up on a motorcycle. He's got a macho problem. Also- there's a very clear color scheme. All of Andy's, all of Kate Hudson's stuff is like yellowy, pinky. kind of pinky yeah. stuff. And all of his stuff is like greens and like browns. Yeah. Um, he's a man. He's a man because he works at an advertising firm with Adam Goldberg and Tom Lennon. Um his two like buddies, his two buds that are kind of in awe of him.
0: And how hot he is. And
1: just they're like, oh, you're changing it. And they're trying, to, when he changes his shirt, they're trying to do the thing in Working Girl because there's a scene in Working Girl where Harrison Ford changes his shirt. And he's yeah. like on the phone. But in Working Girl, the joke is, like the joke of it being kind of inappropriate is like his coworkers are outside being like, woo, and like applauding. And he's like, oh, yeah. And in this, it's McConaughey being like, Hey, y'all, I got a great idea for diamonds or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, fuck. That's not a good McConaughey. Um, it's okay. I don't think either of us could do it. I can't. I can't. don't have the like, all right. I all can't. Right. That's, a, that's an accent that I can't do. There's a guy
1: in 10 But
0: yeah, so essentially um, he's competing with these two other women who are clear. They are lesbians. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, they are lesbians. They're, they're clearly they're, lesbians. They're clearly fucking. Very beautiful. Very good at their job. Like, very like corporate put together smart ambitious women yes and um mcconaughey's all bothered because he's like they have the delauer diamond account and mm-hmm. i want to do that because i want it mm-hmm. and not because he's better at it he's just because he wants it he just wants and also it. the ad campaign he comes up with is stupid it's <laughs> lame like if i ever saw that ad i would not buy a diamond from that company also
1: I guess this was a different time, but also we don't really need ads for diamonds as much anymore.
0: Well, yeah. And also I think you have a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, the the early 2000s, the fashion and the makeup and the hair choices. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this did. Maybe this really does make sense for the early 2000s. Because frosty
1: stuff was a big deal. Yeah. Like frosted
0: eyeshadow, frosted uh, lip gloss. Everything.
1: Everyone looks
0: terrible. <laughs> cool <laughs> tones on tan skin. Barf.
1: Just, low-rise jeans. I will wear low-rise jeans in hell, okay? I need a high waist. I want my ass to look as long as the list of my enemies, okay?
0: I remember, <laughs> I I was never a low-rise jeans person, but I remember my mom telling me uh, that she saw, like, a news report that, like, the hip-hugger jeans that, like, Dirty Xtina and Brittany were really mm-hmm. famous for wearing, like, if they were tight enough, they were, like, cause nerve damage because they would pinch a certain part of your leg. Oh my I god. I don't know if it's true.
1: That feels a little bit Fox Newsy like your daughters are using sex bracelets <laughs> like
0: Yeah, well also like I don't think my parents were really worried like I was yeah. like a chubby awkward Mm -hmm. nerd so like i don't think my parents really had to be worried about me dressing like no like i was asking for something that i shouldn't have been asking for like
1: oh my daughter's gonna wear the same pair of bell
0: bottoms with like an ironic t-shirt the 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 spiciest thing that i wore to school was my senior year of high school i went through a phase where i just wore sweatpants and tank tops every day for like three months party on uh my
1: scene my my freshman year I, I didn't, uh, like all my friends were in a different lunch and I didn't want anyone to bother me. So I wore boots and a big denim jacket and sunglasses. And because I'm tall, I was like, no one's going to bother me. And they didn't. That's awesome. And it awesome. was a foolproof plan. That sounds good. Foolproof.
0: Anyway. A foolproof plan.
1: McConaughey is like, I want the diamond account. And his friends are like, how are you going to get it? He's like, I'm going to fucking go to, I, I'm, I can't do this accent. But he shows up at this dinner. At this bar where the lesbian, and by the way, when we say lesbians, like if you watch the movie, you're like, oh, they're lesbians. Oh,
0: 100. these are power lesbians. But we should say also before he crashes the business dinner at a bar with the power lesbians, uh-huh. power lesbians meet with lipstick lesbian BB Newworth at Composure. Yes. Because their ad campaign is running in the magazine. Yes. So they meet it, and that's when the the corporate. Power lesbians Uh find out that Andy is doing How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes. So they know the idea. So this brings us to when McConaughey crashes the dinner at Uh the bar because Andy and her friends also happen to be there.
1: Yes, and the lesbians are talking about the head boss, who is the most incompetent man I think I've ever seen in my life. He's just
0: like a cool old dude with long hair who's trying to just have fun with it, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, maybe he's not incompetent, but he's very blase about... a what i assume is an incredibly like an an insane amount of money anyway Uh Uh um there, are mcconaughey's like i want to work on the diamond account and the lesbians are like this bitch doesn't know anything
0: yeah they're like it's ours we've done so much research we already have it planned yeah you don't have to do this also
1: all of this is mainly targeted toward women and this guy doesn't know anything about women or what they want and he's like uh yeah i do i can make any woman like I know women I understand women I can make any woman something basically I can make any woman fall in love with me and they're like for sure and something he's like oh yeah and they're like and the boss for some reason is like okay prove it make a woman fall in love with you in like two weeks by the time No, by have... the time we go to this we have this big party yeah. for the for the diamond account where the diamond people are holding this big event. Bring that
0: girl to that party. And if she's truly in love with you, you get the diamond account. Wild. So unprofessional. So unprofessional. If my boss, if I was working on a project at work and my boss told me that she had to evaluate whether I was in love with someone, mm-hmm that's or whether they loved you that's i'm pretty sure uh illegal in some way like it's a big hr violation it's an
1: hr violation and the lesbians are and the lesbians are like oh let's pick someone and they're like how about that girl and they see kate hudson and they're like how about that one mcconaughey and he's like she's hot down yeah the lesbians are wonderful in this
0: Honestly, I feel like the three lesbian characters uh-huh. are the most down to earth.
1: It is never confirmed that they are lesbians, but again, they are lesbians. I mean, the vibe
0: is there, and we it's respect BB them. It's New Earth, and
1: these two women who are essentially all three like models in incredible suits. They're who are
0: flashing each other furtive glances. Yeah, they're
1: always just a lot of silent communication.
0: But also, I feel like these those three characters are the only ones who are super down to earth. Yeah. Because... Who know what they're doing, who are in charge of their career. Exactly. And the the two power lesbians, whose names we never learn, quite frankly... I don't think we ever hear um, anyone say their names. No, but they are the ones who are like, this is stupid and it'll never work, so we may as well set them up to fail. Yeah. Because this is stupid. Yeah. This is And hell. they're right, it is stupid. It's they stupid. They worked hard for the
1: account, they should get it. Oh my god, this is a movie about lesbians being like, these heteros are fucking incredible. These insane. fucking straights. These goddamn straights. Yeah.
0: And then BB Earth is just trying to put together her magazine, and uh-huh. she's got wild card Andy busting <sighs> her tits every day. Truly. Wait, buffing her tits? Busting her, sorry. I'm wearing a different mask than usual, so it's harder for me to talk in it. Because, by the way, we are socially distant when we record this podcast, and all three of us are wearing masks right now, and you should wear a mask, and if you're not wearing a mask, you should. Yes. Anyway, now that I'm off my soapbox. Busting her tits. Oh, like busting busting her her balls. Like busting her balls. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Busting, I'll I'll enunciate. I'm sorry, it's time for my theater training. Barf. Busting her tits that's
1: wonderful that was beautifully said but I thought you you were saying buffing her tits like Kate (laughs) Hudson. Kate Hudson's out there every day with a sander like an orbital sander just like trying to make sure sure they look good that would hurt so bad I don't know have you ever been punched in the tit that shit hurts I had a roommate who punched me in the tit and I said I don't like that and she said she said this is what sisters do and I went I
0: don't have sisters I don't have sisters either. I have brothers. And I guarantee you, if any of them punched me in the tit, I punched the shit out of their face. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're like,
1: go hit on that girl. Convince that <laughs> girl that she, go make that woman fall in love with you.
0: And he's like, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right.
1: And because um, Andy initially goes to hit on another, some guy. And he's married. And she's like, oh, I'm just checking out. I'm not doing great. And then McConaughey walks up to her and they immediately have chemistry. Immediately.
0: And, like, and they're flirting. The banter is very cute. Honestly, these two are great together. They really are. I can't, I, I'm charmed a, by it them. It was really enjoyable to watch them fall for each other. I fully believed that
1: they were into each other. Yeah. But also, it was like, these are two charming people. I Definitely. wasn't annoyed, but I, I, I couldn't. It was, I was constantly in a state of, why am
0: I charmed by them? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because I'm not charmed by what they're doing. No. And here's where things start to get weird. Because um, he takes her home. Yeah. And you think they're going to do it, but then they don't do it. Because she's basically, she's trying to make all of the mistakes. Uh-huh. She goes into this, she's like, I have, to, I have to act like the worst person in the world. Yeah. And have all this behavior that's not good. Yeah. And he's going into it like... I need to do things that women really appreciate mm-hmm. because I need her to fall in love with me. Yeah. So she's trying to sleep with him on the first on that. And he's like, no, let's take it slow. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, but we should do it. And he's like, no, but we shouldn't.
1: No, they both pretty quickly are like, oh,
0: yeah, you're right. We
1: should chill out.
0: Well, yeah, but that's after they
1: talk about it. And also that is good. You should talk about it. But it's weird because how old are they supposed to be?
0: I'm I'm pretty sure in they're real late life, 20s, they were, early 30s. In real life,
1: they were they are 10 years apart. She really? was like, yeah. She was like twenty two, twenty three, and he was like in his early thirties.
0: Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, he so, looked great.
1: Yeah, of course he looked great. He's
0: McConaughey. Oh shit. He looked McConaughey great. He really, <laughs> he really did look McConaughey great. McConaughey great. Um. Oh. Oof. Ooh. Ay ay ay. All right. <laughs> All Truly right. so so attractive not my type but like i get it that's the thing about mcconaughey yeah even
1: when he's not your type you're like i get it i would i not i would but i get it
0: yeah yeah he definitely has like jt early 2000s ramen noodle hair but i still dig it no he it. No, he like it a little bit does no he does not i think so he has no he does not What are you talking about? Uh, In the wedding planner, he absolutely has ramen noodle hair. We're not talking about the wedding planner. But that's, I just see him, if it's before Oscars, if it's before he did uh, Dallas Buyers Club, ramen noodle hair. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No,
1: he doesn't. He had noodle, okay. This, um, we're, no. (laughs) No. There's a period when his hair was maybe, maybe too short. When it was like, and I think they were like bleaching or something. Some reason he was, I think he was bleaching it. When one could argue that it may have been ramen noodle hair. By this point in, he was letting it grow out a little bit. And it's that kind of like, it's not auburn. What color is it? It's like brown, but like, it's shiny. It's healthy hair. He has healthy hair and it's long and it's a little bit curly, but. Like, it's wavy. His mm. wavy brown hair. What is mm. happening to me? I don't know. What I'm is happening to you? I'm... Quarantine has made me both gayer, but also Hornier. not gayer. <laughs> <laughs> it's made you gayer, but not gayer? What does that mean? <laughs> That's a contradiction. It does. It's made me gayer, but also when I am not gay... It's like very serious and specific. Oh, so now it's
0: a choice. It's not a choice. <laughs> what? I'm just what kidding. Fu- I'm fucking- just yanking your chain. <laughs> you fucking crazy bitch. <laughs> Quarantine's
1: been hard. It's been very difficult. I definitely looked at a neighbor's ass yesterday. Yeah, wait, which neighbor was it? He, he doesn't live in our section. He, lived, he lives on the other side. Ooh. I was walking my dog, and uh, we gave each other... Well, I gave a peace sign because, again, Gare. And... (laughs) uh, But as he walked past, I, like, I I definitely did, like, a turn and uh, stared at a gentleman's ass. I'm very sorry. I guess I'm... Am I a bad
0: person? No! We've already established you may be a weird perv, but you're my weird perv and you're still a good person. Thanks, but Anyway, back to McConaughey's hair. Um, <laughs> Ramen noodles. I it's rest not my ramen case. noodles, bitch. Whatever. The point is. I would die. I'm taking this to my fucking grave. Ramen noodle hair or bust. It's not ramen noodle hair, but anyway, the point is they make
1: out and then are like, let's um, revisit, revisit this tomorrow. Revisit this yeah. Let's. And she intentionally leaves her purse.
0: Yes. And she's got tickets to the Knicks game. Yeah. Which is basketball for those of you who don't know sports. Yes.
1: I don't really know. I I knew it was. I knew. I knew that. Um. Anyway, leaves her purse and like the next day in the office, she's like, "I left my purse and I left the tickets in the purse." And he's gonna see those and be really into me. hmm Um. And he brings her purse into work, and um this part was not cool i was not comfortable with this part. no he was like trying to figure he's like oh she left her purse which means she likes me adam goldberg knocks over the purse and tom london and mcconaughey are looking and they find nick's tickets they're like oh shit and then um back andy at her women's lady office um is getting a bunch of roses like a bunch of flowers are being delivered and they're
0: they're pretty flowers
1: very pretty and everyone's like
0: oh shit and then he calls her and and he's he's putting on the facade of being like really sweet and they have some cute banter on the phone they're like oh my god it's him him. and then they set up a date to go to the knicks game that night and we find out about andy that she fucking loves basketball she loves basketball she's a cool girl there are mean, she is in a this. cool girl. Yeah, but
1: also there's elements to this that drive me crazy because it's like, she's a cool girl. She eats.
0: She likes sports. Yeah, she's gorgeous and she like knows fashion and makeup, but she eats hamburgers and loves basketball. She's also
1: a size two and has
0: perfect skin. I mean, like, those people do exist. <laughs> yes, but it is tiring it, when it's like... It perpetuates this idea that, like... The perfect woman is X, Y, and Z. Yes. And I think there's also a point where Catherine Hahn's character is like, I'm fat. And she's not. Uh, she's... Yeah. Her friends just say, you're not fat. And I thought that that was nice, though. Because yes. oftentimes in these in this genre of movies, um, there are female characters and characters that play like the best friend who mm-hmm. are not fat or overweight. And there's mm-hmm. literally nothing wrong with their body Mm -hmm. and they are a fat character and it's a trope that we see a lot in these kinds of movies and I really appreciated that her friends were supportive so instead of being like you're a dumb cow go eat a hamburger they were like you're not fat you're beautiful and we love you yeah they're like this guy was not nice to you
1: yeah um anyway he's like so I see you got these tickets uh let's you gotta take me to this next game and she's like oh okay so they go to the next game and while they're there she like intentionally is kind of awful and like right at towards the end of the game as things are heating up she's like um ben i need a soda could you give me more soda and he leaves to go get her and no matter what he brings back it's like not the right thing
0: right And and it's and he misses the final shot of the game yeah and he's he's pissed and like at the end of the day, like, it's just a bunch of sweaty men throwing a ball. Chill mm-hmm. out. But yeah. also, like, if you like sports, and it's it's a frustrating thing.
1: Yeah. Also, I wouldn't do that. I also don't like the trope of, like, I'm thirsty. Like, here's the thing. If I'm hungry or thirsty at a game, I'm fucking leaving. I'm like, guess what, bitch? I'm going to get food. Concessions are overpriced. Yeah. But sometimes you're so hungry, you're like... Yeah, i pay $7 for a hot dog. Ugh,
0: never in my life.
1: I did that at a hockey game.
0: Well, hockey sounds interesting. But we're it talking is. about... So they have, like, a nice night at the Knicks game because, like, he's pissed about the soda thing. But she's still... At this point, she's still being herself. just Kind of. We never really know her. Well, that's true. But she's still... She's still being She's being not cool. terrible. She's being like cool girl and she's not putting on any kind of affectation at she's this point. She's being cool enough
1: that he's like, "Oh, this is like a cool girl that like like sports and you that he can foresee dating her more." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what happens?
0: I don't remember the order of the dates, but then yeah. they go on another date where they're watching sleepless in Seattle.
1: Uh huh. Oh, and she she keeps talking to him during the during movie. the movie,
0: and she's talking about like accusing him of like liking other women and not being interested in her. And he's like, I really like this movie. I'm trying to watch this. They're going on please... a date like almost every day for two weeks,
1: which is weird. I don't think that ever. I don't think that even happened in like 2002 or three or whatever when Honestly, this movie came I out. Honestly, I have
0: no idea. But this also, is also pre both, cell phones.
1: They're both like 30, and they haven't had sex. Which is, like, fine, but it's weird that they're spending this much time with each other and they're not, like, they're not even, like, there's no sexual contact at all. Well, also, this is PG-13. So. I know, but it is weird that they're not even, like, I don't know. I guess it is nice to stick it to know someone, but it is weird that, like, at this point in time in New York, these two people are, like, like, the only way that I foresee these two types of people doing something like this is if they're both trying to fulfill a bet.
0: Well, and because also normally, later in the go, movie, they eventually do have sex. So, they do, and it's a big deal. Right, but before that, they're watching Sleepless in Seattle, and the joke is, is that there's this like huge dude sitting behind them who keeps telling them to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Kate Hudson turns around and runs her mouth. She's like, "My boyfriend's gonna beat you up." Mm-hmm. They go out of the theater. The guy punches McConaughey. Yeah knocks him to the ground and goes back into the movie and he's clearly going through something because he's like, I'm going to watch Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, he makes the whole thing. He had a character. This guy had a whole arc. He really did and he had two minutes of screen time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was invested.
1: That's another thing that happens. She also shows up and she's like, I brought a fern. Is a love fern. Our
0: love fern. To, to show... Keep it alive because that represents our love. Mm-hmm. And she brings over a bunch of stuffed animals and, like, basically moves her stuff into his apartment. They've been on, like, two dates. Um, she starts... She starts acting, quote-unquote, crazy. Yeah. Like, but she also doesn't act like a person. She starts no. to kind of, like... She starts doing baby talk. She starts, act like, she starts acting like a
1: child. And she infantilizes my, herself, and it's really... It's very creepy... And it also brings me to, like, this is, I feel, supports my theory. I don't think Andy has been in a relationship. And I think this is some weird game for her, not only because it's like, oh, I'm going to write my article about this and move forward in my career. But, like, we learn nothing. We don't learn anything about her home life, where her family is from. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about her goals other than that she wants to, like, write about Tajikistan, I guess.
0: Um, to to jack this- off a stand. <laughs> I'll be here all night. Thank you. Thank you. People are like, what, what made you start a
1: podcast? And it's like, we are already good. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, (sighs) but like, we don't know anything. Like what are her, what are her goals? I don't think she's been in a relationship. I think this is some weird game to her because she also acts like a child. Like her way of being, like, oh, what's an annoying girlfriend thing? I'm gonna act like a little girl, and Mm -hmm. she talks some like baby talk. It's weird. It's not normal. It's uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, Um, and this at this point, she also um, tries to name his wiener, his penis. And she (laughs) she tries to name it. I thought this was funny. She tries to name it Princess Sophia. I didn't like that. He gets really mad, and he's like, "This is my manhood. I don't want you to name it Princess Sophia. I want you to name it something tough, like Crawl the Warrior King." Mm -hmm. And then the next fucking day, she shows up to his work with this rat dog. (laughs) It's like a little hairless thing. And she named the dog Crawl the Warrior King. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. I
1: don't like it because I don't know why we have to name our body parts, especially if, if I'm with someone, let's say I'm with a gentleman, and we're gonna do intercourse sex with a <laughs> <laughs> about to
0: <laughs> say it with a straight face i dare you
1: if i'm about to engage sexually and if i'm gonna make love if you're gonna do sex on someone if i'm gonna do sex up on someone <laughs> if i'm gonna get buck nasty wild on the side with us with with a coke if you're gonna make the beast with two backs more shakespeare boom if you want if, if we're gonna get wild um, <laughs> Um. and he's like, we should name my penis. I, I think I'd be like, I don't want to do that because if we do that, that's going to make me not want to do this.
0: I mean, whatever floats your boat, but For clearly, sure. clearly she's acting like this is something that floats her boat and he's made it clear that it doesn't float his and she just does it anyway to make him uncomfortable. Yeah. Which I understand is, like, the premise of the movie, but also, like, the way that they use each other is kind of... It's not kind of. The way that they use each other is really upsetting. Yeah. Especially because he actually... Like, there's a turning point, I think, and I think it's after he gets punched in the face. Mm -hmm. There's a turning point where... He's genuinely trying, and he actually likes spending time with her. Mm -hmm. Or at least we're meant to believe that. And then the shift happens with her after they meet his family, because he apparently lives on Staten Island. This is the
1: funniest part of the whole movie, is he's like... We can meet my family. We'll go to Staten Island. And it's like, you're, this bitch is from
0: Staten Island? Yeah, your Texas ass your does Texas, not live on Staten we Island. We can't
1: wait for your family to move from Texas to Staten Island to live on worse, smaller land for more money. Okay. And I think they tried to say, like, oh, he got transferred here because he was in the Navy. Yeah, whenever. his dad was stationed there. Um, I don't know anything about that. But... but That is the stupidest, funniest thing. Anyway, she continues to like kind of torture him and he continues to be like, Yeah, I'll do whatever. Like
0: she, she, um, she's like, Oh, I have crashes his poker night. Yeah. With his buds. Also, the dog keeps
1: peeing on everything and she's always like, Oh no. Like, talks on this baby voice. Mm -hmm. It's very icky. Um, but also, she's messed up because she's just, she bought a dog and then just keeps leaving it. He, she, she, doesn't she never care. takes care of that dog. She never takes care of that dog. He buys the dog food. He gives he the dog a for home. a walk. He carries
0: the dog. He talks to the dog. He actually forms a bond with Crawl the Warrior King. Yeah.
1: He's like, what do you think, man? I don't know. Hey, you want some food? And I'm like, that's a good guy. Yeah. Also, before they meet his parents, she's like, I think she thinks like, okay, I, I've done it. I've broken up what got him trip gotten The poker night. Like oh I've gotten him to break up with me. Oh that's right. Before the deadline we're good, and it's at the poker night. The guys are like no dude you need this for to get the diamond account. Mm-hmm. Go to couples counseling.
0: Oh yeah. I don't to, know and something I upsetting this. that Tom
1: Lennon's Tom Lennon's character says. He goes anytime my wife is mad at me, I say let's go to couples counseling, and then then four days where she's not mad at me, and I'm like that
0: what? Like first of all what? Uh, are you going to couples counseling yeah also sounds like you're in a very unhealthy relationship Thomas Lennon yeah also they keep
1: they're doing this thing with Tom Lennon where they're like he's married but they also are trying to I think insinuate that he might be gay
0: just because he dresses super preppy and wears pastels and it was
1: like the early 2000s and that was code for this character is gay
0: Maybe, yeah. Um, anyway, he makes amends like, with Andy because Andy's like, All right, I'm out. I did my job. And he stops her in the elevator. He's like, No, we're going to couples counseling. I want to work this out. So she gets Catherine Hahn to pretend to be a counselor and she puts on these big old glasses. Mm-hmm. And the counseling session was just Catherine Hahn and Kate Hudson gaslighting McConaughey. Yeah, it's and I really felt, upsetting. I felt this really bad is- for him because he was he was really trying, mm-hmm. and she was just acting like a psycho hose this beast. This movie is about bad people who like to
1: gaslight and manipulate other people mm-hmm. in order to move forward in their careers,
0: and yet at the end of the movie, I was like, we want them to be together.
1: I guess because they're
0: both terrible. Yeah, they deserve each other. They're both
1: these terrible blonde hotties deserve each other. Um, but so after couples
0: counseling. Well,
1: during couples counseling, he's like, oh, yeah. You know what? Let's go to my parents' house on Staten Island. So they go to Staten Island and they go to his parents' house, and they're all like Southern. Um, and they're playing bullshit, which is which a, is card a game. fun game. And get it, guys! They're playing bullshit because in reality they're lying and bullshitting
0: each other. <laughs> That's me laughing at that.
1: Because it, it's it's it's, cl- it's called clever writing. Figure it out, you dumb bitches.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's called symbolism. It's a motif. And what? Oh God, <laughs> God!
1: And, but what happens is the family really starts. Their family immediately likes her mm-hmm. and is very welcoming and sweet with her, and like. They We right. learn that she's the only woman he's ever brought home to meet his family. Mm-hmm. And like they help her cheat so that she can beat
0: McConaughey and he finds out and he's like, oh mm-hmm. my God. It, but it's like a cute, he's like not actually angry. And and then he teaches her how to ride his motorcycle. They're about to eat some good spumoni and they just get drenched with like mud water from a truck and they ruin their spumoni. Melanie out loud went, oh no,
1: their spumoni. <laughs> Let me tell you what. What? That's some baloney. When you're trying to eat your spumoni, (laughs) keep going. Keep going with your best friend Tony. And. um, No, it's good. We're we're actually running short on time, so just (laughs) your best friend Tony. Um, I was
0: joking. We're at fifty
1: minutes. I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Please cut all of us out. <laughs> anyway, they go back because it, they've been drenched. And Kate Hudson, they're in the bathroom, and he's like, oh, you can shower here. And, and then they do it. She, no, she starts almost crying because you're like, she's like, your mom was so genuine when she hugged me. And I'm like, what is her story? Does she have no family? What is this, like... What is this deal? Anyway, well,
0: probably she, I mean, if your theory holds anything, if she's okay with using people as objects, she's probably had some trauma. Yeah.
1: So anyway, this is the scene where they, they have sex. They do it. Well, And she does this thing that I hate, uh, that I thought was grody, where she just, after they kiss, she just holds her arms up
0: over her head, like a little kid to be like, take off my shirt. See, we Which had gross. different, we interpreted this differently because she also takes off his shirt. She holds her arms up for him to take off hers, I and don't like, like it. okay, well, you don't have to do that Sorry. in your private life.
1: I don't. I love a reveal. <laughs> I love the drama. You do. I love the drama of being like. Da, 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 you should oh. just wear
0: like like a robe with a feather boa around. That's I do your, it. I
1: yeah. do it home.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
1: the they juice do sucks. it, and
0: then that's when she starts to really feel. Like she's like, oh, I'm I'm in love with this person, yeah, and he's also in love with her too.
1: And then they go, but it's all a the, lie. They, so they go to the the diamond event, run by the Delawers or something. The Delawers, a oh, way to not say the Beers. And the old there's an old man and his wife who are the Delawers, and the, Mrs. Delauer has a wig that is made of feathers she was sick as fuck
0: oh they were great and then this part really affected us there's this beautiful um (laughs) canary diamond necklace Mm -hmm. and it's called the isadora and he says it's named after isadora duncan and i was like like the dancer isadora duncan and i went they named a necklace after isadora duncan Allie, explain why that's weird um (laughs)
1: Isadora Duncan I got it Yeah It is fucked up Uh, Google it Google it uh, But uh, um, Yeah Basically Isadora Duncan Was an incredible dancer And she was known for wearing These very long scarves And she died Because one of the scarves This very long scarf Got trapped in the spokes Of a wheel of a car And she choked to death And these
0: assholes Named named a fucking necklace after After her So insensitive uh, anyway, the friends, uh, the goon squad, as I like to think of them, basically at the dinner, they're like, oh, Andy, you're like so cool because mm-hmm. you." they think she knows about the bet.
1: Yeah, because the lesbians are worried that they're going to lose and are like, because the, they go up to the lesbians and are like, oh, our boys got it. And they're like, don't be so sure. And they take that as, oh, Andy. Andy knows. Yeah. Okay. And they go up to Andy and they're like, hey, you're doing great. You're super cool. Keep Just up the
0: facade. And she... Don't mention the and bet. And then she's like, oh, a bet. And then she... First of all, McConaughey's boss is like, she's in love with you. You win. But also, um, she gets uh, irrationally angry. Yeah. And the reason I say that it's irrational is because she's been playing him the whole time. Yeah. And now she's mad that he's been playing her.
1: Yeah. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. And then he finds out because BB New Earth is like, oh you're going to be running an ad campaign for my magazine.
0: Um, and then she explains the article that Andy's writing. Yeah. And they have this big fight in front of everyone. And mm-hmm. then they part ways. Andy writes an article. She writes her article about it. But uh-huh. basically, instead of like, here's all the things I did wrong, the article is like, oh, I really cared about this person and I fucked it up just for my job. Mm-hmm. She quits her job at Composure. Well, because she, the whole premise was like, if I write this, then I can write what I want. And she's like... Well, yes, but then B.B. Earth is like, uh, is like no. yeah, you can write whatever you want within the sphere of this women's magazine. Mm-hmm. People don't read our magazine for, like, hard-hitting political articles. Which is That's correct. Not... Yeah, you work at a magazine called Composure. You don't write for time. Yeah, figure
1: it out, girl. Anyway, Adam Goldberg is like, oh... Look what I have. Like, he does a whole, like, to-do about, like, ironically having the magazine. And it's like, bro, you bought a magazine for this uh, bit. Just give your friend the magazine.
0: So then McConaughey reads it, and he's like, oh, my God, I have to find her. He goes to the office, and her friends are like, she quit. She's going to an interview in Washington. Mm -hmm. So he hops on his motorcycle because he sees her getting into a cab. And he falls this was cab. so unsafe. He basically <laughs> is like weaving through these cars, trying to find yeah. the cab that she's in. They're on the bridge going to the airport yeah. and uh, forces the cab to pull over. And then they have their like big climactic talk about it scene. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, we're in love. Mm-hmm.
1: The, and the, and uh, they cast in the, the movie, and they end up together. That's the end. Who would have guessed? And there's there's a lot of tropes of like, it was a bet, and then there's the end of the second act where they have the fight of, like, you're only doing this because of this. Yeah,
0: well, this and this and this. Like, it's it's a... Yeah, he's like, well, you lost me. She's like, yeah, well, you can't lose something that you never had. Like, full of, like, cliche-ass lines of, like... This movie, like, invented those, though. <laughs> no. Like, it was a big part of of disseminating those tropes. For it it sure. really was like, it definitely
1: was a part of like, oh, we can still make money on shit like this. Um, yeah, the movie ends. Melanie, uh, I don't know. Would you
0: date any of these assholes? Uh, probably Adam Goldberg. But that, that's because he's, he, he's my type. That makes sense for you. Well, the movie started when they all showed up. You were
1: like, I'll give you one guess who I'm into in this scene. And I was like, it's Adam Goldberg.
0: Yeah, well, because he's scruffy and he has a beard and he's snarky and he's clearly smarter than everyone else there. Mm -hmm. And I dig that shit. Mm. Allie, would you date any of those assholes? Um, B.B. New Earth. No. I would not date B.B. New Earth. But
1: I would would do anything those lesbians told me to do. (laughs) <laughs> that's fair. That sounds terrible. No, they were, they were good. What, but when I, before you kind of asked me something, do you remember what you said to me when we were watching this movie? No, because I was like, uh, uh, you were like, guess who I would date. And I was like, Adam Goldberg. And he went, yeah. And I went, guess who I would date. And he went, I think you would go on a date with Tom Lennon and then go home with the lesbians.
0: Oh, I did say that. <laughs> I still stand by that. It's not wrong. Um, yeah yeah um Um, would you recommend this movie
1: i kind of think i might it's fun it's here's the thing i realized that we recommend wine with a lot of these movies because it's fun to get sloshed
0: and watch a movie but this is definitely a get sloshed one because you're gonna be like what get off my back mom i don't have an alcohol problem i just watch a lot of movies yeah mom (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because your mom's it's dead. funny
1: because my mom um, is dead um, <laughs> it's hilarious but honestly the funniest thing that ever happened to me <laughs> and by funniest I mean it was terrible um, I know you guys would have assumed that but I want to be clear
0: I don't know do you believe we never see her apartment that's right we only see her at work or in his apartment yeah. I believe he lives in his apartment she has no home life she no, is, you're she's right. A, we, she's a so Well, people's homes are an extension of themselves, and we never get that for her. We never know anything about her. I didn't even notice her. that before. Yeah, we learned nothing
1: we, about her.
0: I take back everything I said. You're 100% right. Thank you. I'm good at movies. You are. You're a lot better than I am, Would for you bone sure. down with McConaughey? Yeah, just to say that I did. I think I think
1: would. Okay, all right. You got it. You know it. All right. <laughs> That's
0: not the phrase. Like, I just, I just, I would just have sex with him just to say that I did. I know I already said that, but I just want to make that clear. I just, like, I get it. He's not, I wouldn't choose him out of a lineup, but I get it. What is that lineup?
1: I would love it. Okay, that's the ultimate, that's the sketch, though, of, like, the people in lineup, you have to, number one, step forward and say, uh.
0: Alright alright all right, all right. Read
1: read the card, and it's people being like, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) And they're like, that's not him. And then you get like, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Like, that's not him. It's like, ooh, all right. What the fuck accent was that? That's not it. And then he walks up and he's like, all right, all right, all right. And they're like, that's him. That was him, officer. That's a guy who shot my parents! <laughs> and then it's baby Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Twist. And it turns out he's not afraid of bats. He's afraid of mats. He's Matt, man.
0: I'm gonna throw my phone at you from across the table. This, this, this needs to beget violence. How dare you? Um, oh, wait, Allie, we haven't played Fuck Mary Kill. Oh. I guess we kind of already have. Well, okay. fuck Mary Kill, the dude's. We'll fuck Mary kill the dudes and then we'll fuck Mary kill the dudettes. The dudettes. Okay. Fuck, I'll do I'll go first. Go. I would marry Adam Goldberg, I would fuck McConaughey, and I would probably kill Thomas Lennon.
1: I understand. I don't again, I struggle with I don't want to kill any of these people. You
0: have to choose. We do this every week.
1: You have to choose. I have to here's the thing. I love Tom Lennon. Then why don't you marry him? I guess I'm gonna marry Tom Lennon. I don't want to kill Adam Goldberg, but it's not gonna happen. between Allie, us. you have to choose. It's a fictional game. <laughs> there, I think, cause there's a. I feel like Adam Goldberg would try to explain shit to me, and I don't have time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're killing Adam Goldberg. We're gonna we're gonna marry Thomas Lennon, and then I'm gonna fuck McConaughey.
0: I, I'm comforted knowing that we would both bone down McConaughey. We would
1: bone down McConaughey. Yeah. Um. Now for the... For, hey, ladies! Hey, ladies! Okay. Uh, Kate Hudson, Catherine Hahn,
0: and then... The other one whose the name other we one. never learned. Very sorry, ma'am. I mean, I think the choice is clear. I would marry Catherine Hahn, I would fuck Kate Hudson, and I would kill the one whose name I don't even know.
1: I think, I think you're correct. I think yeah. you're correct.
0: Yeah. You're I mean, correct. we can't... Our Queen Catherine Hahn deserves our full devotion. Fully. Yeah. Hopelessly devoted to Catherine Hahn. Absolutely. Catherine, if you're listening, we think you're amazing. We think
1: you're wonderful, Catherine. Your
0: work is unparalleled and underappreciated. You're so beautiful. I I'm
1: not we don't have the rights to any songs. Otherwise otherwise I would sing.
0: But I'm not gonna sing. That's a really nice sentiment, Allie. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. I'm missing the song I just wrote. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) No. (laughs) The song about Tony and Spumoni. Tony
1: Tony Baloney and his Spumoni. God, I'm like, I'm not well. (laughs) Anyway, this has been New Hadman, hell no.
0: We really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us. This episode was a M E S S. Truly a roller coaster of emotion. I will say that. Anyway, Uh, um, but you know, we really do appreciate you listening and um you know, we're going to have some really fun movies coming up. Mm -hmm. Um we're not going to share it yet because we want y'all to be surprised, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be really fun. Um, And if you want to help us out or keep up to date with what we're doing, please follow us on social media. Our Twitter and Instagram handles are at hell. No cast, as well as our website, Mm hellnocast.com. You can also find us on Apple podcasts. And if you're already listening to us and you like what you're here, please leave us a five-star review uh, or give us a like, it would really help us out. And we appreciate all of your support we really do mm-hmm. it means a lot um but yeah uh anyway we
1: hope you enjoyed this and uh, this true this this truly chaotic good podcast Chaotic <laughs> good we are um level five tieflings and uh
0: i'm 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 a tiefling in your when I did D and D, I was a Tiefling Druid, so yeah. That's fucking sick, bro. Anyway, it, it thank you for cool. listening to how you had me at hell. No, I've been Allie. and I have been Mel, and
1: uh, that's 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 it. Anyway, love you, love bye. you, bye bye.
0: You Had Me at Hell No was recorded in Scoundrel and Scamp Theater in Tucson, Arizona. And Allie and I just want to thank the theater for allowing us to record there. Special thanks are also in order to Tiffer Hill, our engineer, for putting up with all of our shenanigans and making us sound fabulous. As well as Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. Yeah.